Hey, hey. Welcome to Girl yeah. Chat Sports. Uh, Mo and Mel here. We appreciate another West Coast Wednesdays here. Hump Day Wednesday. We've got a really uh, great guest on today. Bear with us. It's our first time having three on at the same time. So we appreciate um, the, our guests joining us. We have a, an event this weekend to talk about here in Las Vegas. So we want to make sure we get all of our details out and kind of talk to each of our guests and see what's going on. So please welcome to the show, Mr. Gary Charles, as well as Mr. Sonny Vaccaro, and of course, Miss Indeedy Masai. Masai. Did I have, there we go. Welcome, hi. A lot of people, a lot of people. Yes, <laughs> the room is full, the room is totally full. It's a party, y'all. It's a party. It is a party. It's a party. Yes, Gary. And you guys got a party coming up this weekend. So we want to talk about um, ABIS and uh, kind of get and, and Gary, since you're the 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 CEO and founder of ABS, play give us a rundown kind of, of of the of the events this weekend as well as the organization. Well, thank you. Uh, first, uh, the organization ABIS is the investment of blacks in sports. After the murder of George Floyd, uh, I put a statement out there on Twitter that went viral. And a lot of the coaches called me and we decided to come together and make a difference. Okay. Because if we're going to keep complaining but not do anything about it, then we need to stop complaining. Okay. And so uh, most of uh, the basketball coaches, minority coaches in college are part of this organization, but not just the men, but the women. But it's not just basketball, it's also. Uh, track and field, volleyball, football, baseball. Um, so we're very proud of all of that. And as part of what we're doing, we feel that we should not have to wait for someone to tell us when to celebrate us. And hence the champion and legend uh, fundraising gallery, because it is a fundraiser to help with some of the things that we're doing. And we're very excited about it. It's our second year of uh, doing this in Vegas, okay, and uh, this year. Is this weekend coming up, uh, the second to the fourth, and we're really proud of uh, the people that we're gonna have be having on there, including Ndidi, who, who you see on your on your screen over here. Uh, but also will be uh, Tracy McGrady, will be part of it. Uh, famous track star Edwin Moses, Ryan Clark from ESPN Sport, and of course your very own Nikki Fargus, the uh, um, um, president of the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, we're really yeah. proud of you. You know, Nikki's oh, yeah. Chuck D, uh, Chuck D from Public Enemy. Uh, and Chuck and I, by the way, we grew up together in Long Island. Uh, so it's, it means a lot to me just to be able to see my guy Chuck receiving uh, the John Carlos Thomas Smith Social uh, Activist Award. And we have Tony Regan uh, from Major League Baseball and nice. also Aja O'Neill. She just happened to be Jermaine O'Neill's. Uh, NBA, former NBA star uh, daughter, and uh, she played volleyball, and she's been receiving the Student Athlete of the Year Award. Okay, so that's 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 our show in a nutshell, so to speak, okay, but I don't want to take up all the time, so I want to make sure everyone else gets a chance to speak. We appreciate, we appreciate that. that. Um, and then Sunny, if you want, I mean, I'm sure most of everybody out there knows who you are if they have been the basketball game long enough, if they've been a sneakerhead long enough, if they've went to the movies recently and saw air, but what's your impact here with ABIS and what are you doing with, with the organization? Supporting a great cause and supporting a wonderful friend, Gary Charles, 
and all the people that I've run across in my 83 years on earth. Uh, I remember when Jer Gary first told me about this, and I'll make a statement, Gary's been listening last 100 years. This organization in time will be just as successful and create just as much excitement but do goodwill for what John Lewis did a long time ago. John had a mentor and Gary's mentor was the whole group that he sort of grew up with to change the world. His, his generation in the 90s when I, when I first met Gary was the first generation, at least in basketball, that was taking place in not only American world, that had eventually the players became the leaders. And uh, that's why I'm here. Uh, for a good cause and because a great friend. Very nice. Very nice. And Miss Ndidi, um, please tell us what you, I, you're, I'd want to talk about the World Series of Softball, but I'm going to talk yeah. first with you. I know, you know, you're a Hall of Famer uh, from Northwest University in, in softball, but give us a take as to your part in what's going on here with ABIS. Well, I'm very I'm humbled to be honored by ABIS, and I'm getting the first ever Sonny Ricardo Award. It means a ton to me. I mean, um, I met Sonny, actually, we caught up earlier today, but I met Sonny close to 30 years ago when I was just coming on the scene and trying to get in the business. And, um, and I re really remember meeting him. It was in the middle of, you know, what he was doing to change um, lives for student athletes, um, really starting with high school. I met him like sort of on the high school scene. And then, um, you know, just trying to represent, honestly, trying to represent um, women, Black women in sports. And, um, and you know, I'm happy in my role and that, you know, Gary and, and ABIS have really sort of recognized it. I'm the diversity, equity, and inclusion officer at CBS Sports. And I'm able to really roll up my sleeves and get some work done and, and kind of help change the narrative, you know, on air of how we tell stories, what stories we tell, who's telling the stories. And, you know, we tend to look at like you ladies on the screen, but also really we're taking a look behind the screen at the producers, the directors, camera operators, audio technicians, like the whole right. deal and really try to help open, open up this world a little bit more for people of color and women. And that's amazing. We love that. We love that. Uh, Gary, I wanted to ask, um, in regards to your honorees, I know this is your second annual. You had some honorees last year, but what goes into choosing? Are you the, the prime person that's making the choices for the honorees or is there a, a group of you all? And what how, what goes into that? And what do you look for in these honorees? A committee, you know, we, we do have a committee who make the choices. And as we bring the names in, um, then we take it to the board. And then the board votes on, okay, if this, this makes sense. And the way this works is that, as Aniti mentioned, there's the Sunny Vocal Champion of Change Award. I'm a firm believer in that not only should we honor us, but we need to also honor the allies who have been there for us that, that helped us to get to this point. Even Mark Luther King, when you look to his left, there was an ally, you know, in his left shoulder. Well, Sonny's been there. He's been an ally for us since I can remember. And as you mentioned, I've known him for, you know, since the early 1990s, okay? And so when you think of Ndidi, Ndidi helped us uh, a couple of years ago create the, the HBCU All-Star Game during the Final Four. Uh, the HBCU school never get the opportunity to play in the Final Four. Okay? It just doesn't right. But, you know, there was a gentleman who had an idea, Travis Williams, about doing that. And Ndidi was so instrumental in putting that together. 
Hence the reason that she's receiving the Sunny Locale Champion of Change Award. And that's great because coming from an HBCU background, I attended an HBCU and we didn't get that shine. And this was in the early 90s. The only shine going to Southern University was that of Bayou Classic. And it still didn't raise the awareness that you would think to push more people to go down to HBCUs until now you see prime time. But for you, Gary, just to have that idea and concept, um, were there any other HBCU partners or schools or anything that participated that you reached out to or they were just really easily ready and able to to do that final four type of um, situation that you set up? Well, you know, first of all, I don't want to take the credit away from Travis Winnie. Um, Travis Winnie was the one that came with the idea. He actually was a coach at Tennessee State. And by the way, before I forget, I'm a, a Cheney University alumni, okay? So okay. I'm an HBCU member also, okay? But you know, it was it was Travis' idea, but what he did was he came to me to tell me what his idea was, if I could help him out. And and that's how we we, we got Aditi involved because right before Aditi got her job at CBS, Aditi was leading our strategic uh uh area for ABIS. And then whoop, she got you know swept away. And of course when it happened, like Aditi, come on back, we need your help now, okay? And Aditi was like, Oh my god, I just got the job. I said, Yeah, you can do it, girl. <laughs> and she did it real, real proudly. But as someone who come from the HBCU, and as someone who has always been aware of my surrounding, as far as our blackness, uh, this was a, extremely important to me. And but it, it can't, it can't be done without the group of us. And that's what's so important about it, that it's a collaboration of all of us. And that's what it takes. That honestly is what it takes. And I just um, am praising all of you guys for even being all one in that kind of collaborative effort and making this a second year event. Um, Sunny, I wanted to ask, and well as Ndidi and Gary, just all of that. We're rolling into June. It is the month of Juneteenth. Um, we're celebrating that as well. What else is on the plate for you guys to also highlight that in addition to ABIS? Well, uh, I guess I'll answer that question. Go. <laughs> uh, so we do a lot. You know, one of the things that we created was a financial coaching program. Um, you don't know what you don't know, and we felt that we needed to teach our collegiate athletes all about financial coaching. What is credit? What is um, budget and saving? Okay. Um, how do we get to Equifax? Oh, is that why my score is so important? So. <laughs> We're having that, and we teach that at, at six HBCU at six PWI school from a grant from J.P. Morgan. So shout out to J.P. Morgan for oh, nice. you know what we need to do. So that's on on continuous basis that we keep doing that. We are also putting a program to, together for mental wellness, okay? Because mental wellness is real, and we need to understand that and continue to support our collegiate athletes. You know, as my girl Nikki Fargus said to me one day. It's not just the athletes who need it. Coaches need it too, Gary. Okay, so extremely proud of some of those things that we're doing right now. Yeah, definitely. And I think within our, even just within our ethnic group alone, I think mental illness is just something that we just need to really highlight and check in on just even for the athletes, but even just if they're um, people of color or just a black athletes alone, just that mental check-in is, is key. So as far as the events that you have, I know there's a big gala on Saturday. What else are we highlighting for this weekend that we can look forward to? Uh, all kinds of things. So we start off on Friday, in which uh, someone from the city of Las Vegas is going to welcome us. 
but actually we start off in the morning at, at 9 a.m. We're going to be doing a food distribution in uh, North Las Vegas. We're also going to plant a tree uh, out there, okay, for maybe at 2 o'clock we start with uh, Mickey Fargus. He's going to be the keynote speaker on, on, on Friday. And then Friday evening, we're going to do an all-white party. Girls, you better, you better come. You better come correct. You better come correct, okay? It's yeah. an all-white party, okay? So we have DJ, we're going to have the music. But really, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a greeting, right? A meeting and greet on, on Friday. So that's what we're doing. Then Saturday, we're going to go back to the workshop. We're going to have the different, you know, panels. That's going to include, you know, social justice, uh, you know, panel. Uh, actually, I think Spencer Hayward is going to be on one of the panels. Spencer is out there in, in Vegas. Uh, we're, we're having a uh, ultimate champion uh, panel on Friday. We're doing uh, a financial coaching also on, on Friday. Uh, JP Morgan is going to sponsor that. And CBS Sports is, is, is sponsoring a panel on Saturday, which is the, the business of college sports. Okay. And uh, we're going to have some farming people, you know, on that. And um, and then Saturday evening, it's going to be the gala, you know, itself. But but not only are we going to be honoring people, we're also going to be celebrating afterwards because we're bringing a cover band who is going to be singing Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Because you know oh, what? wow. Not the elements coming into play. Okay. I need my reason. The reason why I need my reason, okay? So Earth, Wind, and Fire are going to be, going to be performing on Friday night. Very and then nice. Saturday, we're going to finish it with a bunch you know, a gospel brunch with your very own Brett Jones, who's going to be DJing on, on on Saturday, on Sunday, excuse me. So it'll be an exciting weekend. It's a packed few days, so that's yeah. amazing. That's that's great. Hey, Sunny, while you're here, we wanted—I I wanted to ask a little bit about just the basketball side. I mean, you've been in the basketball game for so long and you worked with these top brands or making them top brands in, in the, in the sneaker game. And what exactly was it for you that had you changed from that being with the corporations and working with the sneakers to mainly just focusing on trying to work with the younger youth and these up and coming kids and trying to give back? I don't know. I we put the shoe business too quick into Sonny Carroll's life. Uh, you know, it, it, was a, it was a long journey before I got to Nike, and that was by accident. Most of the things in my life were by accident. But the first thing, other than navigating through getting a college degree and going on with my life and going back to my high school to teach uh, special education, was called, I started the high school all-star game in 1964. I was 24 or 25 when I did that. To get to your question and try to keep it brief, somehow, some way, because of all the sports that you could have played where I was able to play in, in the 1950s and 60s and 50s when I was in high school, basketball was the last sport I would have been in. I was pretty decent in baseball and football and whatever else. I come from a small community. But when I and my partner, Pat DeCesar, thought of a all-star game, I thought of basketball. And the reason I did, because I'm from Pittsburgh, and in Pittsburgh, uh, in the 50s and 60s, and still yet Pennsylvania, was more noted for football or even baseball in the spring. When we come up with the, uh, the All-Star game, I want to get to my point. When I said, let's do a national game with Pennsylvania against them, I only did it because I liked high school basketball. I used to go to the tournaments there when kids were high school, and I saw the great fan interest. And what was negative 
or absent was the publicity and the athleticism of the basketball player. And something in, went in my mind one day and that, you know, there's something missing here. These kids are brilliant. And I was talking about Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the Hill District. All the things that we talk about today, like when Gary started in New York City and Detroit and all these other cities, basketball was the orphan child of sports, especially on the, the, the youth level. And I, we, me and my partner did a game that created the first one. 13 years before there was a McDonald's game, there was the Dapper Dan. We had 17,000 people in the stands, you know, 10,000 sold out the first year. And what I want to say to you in this audience that I'm speaking to, the reason I'm here and the reason, you know, someone mentioned the movie and all the things that I may or may not have done with the help of people like Gary Charles and other people was one thing. The only reason I'm here, because about 60 years ago, the parents and guardians and coaches of kids trusting me with their children to come and play a basketball game in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, put them on an airplane, no no wire service, no cell phones, no texts, phone call, that's it, call back or you wrote a letter. And on my tombstone, the thing I'm gonna talk about are the parents and children that they, they trust me with their children. So to say this, what grew in from that game is 20 years later, I guess 30 years later, 64 to 94, when I, I met Gary, people like Gary came into my life. And by the 90s, basketball was starting to grow. Now I'm gonna get one more minute of this, but if you wanna be honest, and your audience should really know this because you're talking about ACBUs, right? Well, first of all, the greatest basketball players in the world never got to play in Madison Square Garden, but they were played for a national championship. They were the silent majority of greatness. They went to the black schools. They went to the John Chaney's and their things. That, and then also, when they did get to the pros, they were, there was a quota on you. You can only have two guys. When he went to the colleges, my God, until Texas Western came in, they were ready to, I don't want to say stupid words in today's society, but it was tough. But basketball, the greatest sport in the world now, because it'll pass football eventually, because the NBA is on the height that no one's going to stop. It's going to be an international championship. Mm -hmm. Basketball is the one that laid the groundwork. And the basketball athlete, no matter how you want to describe it, is the greatest athlete in the world. They never stop running. Just think about it. Other than individual sports, basketball guy goes for 48 minutes. They just keep going back and forth all damn day. They work the hardest to get the furthest. Let me say this, you don't know. When I first met Gary Charles, he was making a good living, raising a family, very young, in Wall Street. And he had an AAU team, Long Island Panthers. He comes walking into my room, and family and I were together, just gotten married, and walking in, didn't know. And he said, what are you up to? I had just gotten fired by Nike. So I'm starting something else. I don't know how and how I'm gonna do it, we're going to go against the sons of God. In 95, they forgot about the most important element, the high school player. People like Gary and a kid named Mickey Walker walked in my room. And we started the build. And together we built a dynasty. Because no one can do what we did with camps and all-star games in the 90s to where Gary is still doing the things Gary and I got out of it a while ago. But that's 
what I remember. That's how I got to being on your show tonight. And thank you. You're someone else's children, wow. mostly minority. Wow. And you've touched, I mean, you've literally been involved with so many of these youth that have growing up. I mean, even, you know, we know all the large names, but there's, t I'm sure there's millions of smaller names out there too. And I'm sure that at some point in time you come across any of these kids or now adults, has there been anyone in particular that you've, that you've come across that's had some inspiring words for you on the change maybe that you've made for them? You know what? I, I don't count. There, there's no count for me to part, but I can, I can tell you this. There are some kids that, and I'll, I'll just say one because he's a guest on Gary, you know, the festivity this week. Tracy McGrady, of all the thousands of kids, because the most unique of all circumstances, he even got the ABCD camp. His high school coach, he didn't play high school basketball, wouldn't allow him to come, would try to talk me out of it. He was recommended by a summer guy to go to my camp. They, they abandoned me and they told me not to take him. I, uh, my wife, Pam says to me, I'll never forget this. We were living in Calabasas at the time. She said, you never turn down a kid because somebody thinks ill of him. We invited, uh, I just told him this today, Gary. I invited Tracy to camp and this tough guy who come from this tough background in Florida. First thing he does is get in a fight with a New York kid on the bus first afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> and I go back and stop him. And then from then on, not that we've seen each other a lot, we had so much in common in one thing. He had a spirit inside of him that drove him because he really, but for the grace of God in a break, somebody said even his name, no one knows what happened. And he's going to be honored tomorrow or Saturday at Gary's and his wife and four children, Hall of Fame. Now, there are other kids that have did this, and I'm just as close. But his was more personal. He's the only one I can remember, Gary, that... If we wouldn't have invited them, no one would have missed them. We never know from there on in. We don't know what happens. Other wow. than that. Facts. That's amazing. Those are great, great inspirational moments. And we'll look forward to many more, I'm sure, as, as the journey continues for everyone. Uh, Indeedy, for you, coming in as the vice president of CBS Sports and implementation for their diversity and inclusion programs, what since you've been there i think it's been a couple years now or a few um what have you noticed as far as the changes that have already been made um due to your presence and to the efforts that you're making there there's been a lot of change i mean i don't want to brag it's, it's always teamwork it, it, it is i mean i'm well, you and your team you know <laughs> <Yeah>. everybody <laughs> and i'm definitely the team captain that's for sure um just like i was when i was an athlete but listen i i, I give a lot of credit to to the folks who, after George Floyd was murdered, like demanded my my job and demanded that there was somebody in in this role to fight for them behind closed doors and, and in front and in the open as well. So um, it's great I get to look at D and I at all part, from all parts of the business, um, twenty four seven. So I report directly into the chairman um, of CBS Sports, which also shows you the importance of this role and that I'm at the table and on every single decision that we make, that there's, there's a person in there fighting for people of color, fighting for women, fighting for LG, the, those in the LGBTQ plus, um, community as well as those with disabilities. So, you know, to me, it's, I was, I was made, I was fighting that fight anyway, and now I get paid to do it. Like yes. it's, it's, it's a blessing. And, and I would say that, you know, people have trusted me. People have given me resources. People have let me let me run. And 
And again, I'm going to go back to this award that I'm getting, you know, much like Sonny, I, 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 I'm, I think out of the box and I go against the grain and, you know, what's been happening has not been working. So why, so I'm sort of like, let's do something different. Let's think differently. Um, so the training and, and education and the, the sessions that I do were very different from um, normal corporate America. And I think they've been effective. I mean, we've definitely seen change in, um, in a shift in culture and we've seen a shift in, um, to, in diversity numbers, um, opportunities for folks. We've started some, pro some programs for, you know, entry level folks to, to be runners and like production assistants and a bunch of different roles to expose people to the business. I'm working closely with the unions on that, as well as, you know, looking at all the different roles. Cause you know, so many people, I want to be on air. I want to be on air. And then when you expose them to all these other opportunities, you know, there's engineers, there's lawyers, there's comms, there's marketing, there's, you know, again, and I look at the technology and I'm blown away with audio and, you know, camera operators, et cetera, and what it takes to put on a live, you know, sports broadcast. So those are some of the things that I'm working on. Amazing. Did you ever think you would be in this position? I know as kids, we grow up and we don't know what we essentially feel like we will dream to do. And for all three of you guys, did you guys ever think it would reach to this level of, of new heights? And then my follow-up is that what is the end goal or what is the ultimate goal that you guys would like to achieve with all of this? Um, I guess I'll, I'll start. First, I want to say to Ndidi, Ndidi, but I have a saying that you're not bragging when you're giving out facts. Okay, right. go ahead and keep giving up the facts. You know, as far as uh, my goal, I, I always had goal, you know, because I've always felt, and I, I've heard this from someone before, which is that if your dream doesn't scare you, then you're not dreaming big enough. So I've always had it in my head that I was going somewhere, you know, working on Wall Street and being one few blacks there didn't phase me because I knew I belonged. I belong there, but I've always been aware that I had to be on point because I was opening up doors. And it's a shame that we still have to be like that. We still have oh, to board, yeah. board, you know, to continue to keep opening up doors. So I never, you know, ever forgot that. You know, I think that, you know, when it comes to ABIS, that at the end of the day, we want to be that voice for racial equity in sports. And that, you know, showing my age, that when ABIS speak, people will listen. That's the whole idea of you know, ABIs, and that's the way I think. Awesome. Think that'll I mean, happen. I think we on our way. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I'll jump in here too a little bit and say, yeah. you know, I never envisioned being in my role because there weren't these roles, right? There weren't diversity right. officers. But I did envision being at the, at the table, like always. And when sometimes people talk about imposter syndrome, especially with women, I don't have that because I tell you what, I belong at the table. I should be at the table. I think I should be running the table. <laughs> and and quite, yeah, quite honestly, like that's the kind of athlete I was too, because, you know, I'll go back to sports. Without sports, I would have never had the opportunity to go to college. I realized very early on that I was more talented than most of the people around me. I, I grew up playing with boys. So I grew up playing very physical and very tough. And um, when I went up against the girls, I thought immediately, like, these girls are really soft. I'm, I'm going to go straight at them. Like, I'm just going to take it to them. And, and so just that sort of confidence, I think, that I had from early on is just that 
I belong here. I belong with the boys and I can talk sports with anybody. Kind of like you, Malamo. I mean, you have this talk show, right? You're talking mm -hmm. sports. You're talking all sports, not just women's sports. Right. And that women can do that. And it, knowledge is knowledge and, and confidence is confidence. And being an athlete is being an athlete. Um, some get paid a lot more than others. <laughs> But, but, you know, we put in the work and we belong here and we can do this like anyone else. So um, so I knew somehow, some way I'd be at the table running things. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't necessarily know in this role, but but my my undergrad degree was journalism and I'm a lawyer also by trade. So this kind of all fits in nicely. Um, but I am kind of like Gary was saying, being the only person in the room, I'm certainly the only woman of color in the room. There are definitely more people of color and definitely more women. But women of color are like this, right, in our industry. So, um, but I'm owning it. Listen, I like it. I like that it makes me different. I like that it sets me apart and um, I'm going after it, so. And be That's fierce good. with it, yes. I'd love and what it. Are, what, what's happening as far as bringing other minority women into that space as well? How has that been as far as, has that been a challenge? If you've seen recommendations of other people to be in the room as well? Um, or are they kind of just saying, well, you're the, you're it for now. And this is all we're going to have. Um, what is that looking like as far as future, I guess, if you will. Listen, it's a challenge. It will mm -hmm. continue to be a challenge, not just for us, for everybody, for the industry. Right. I think it's, it's a slow change, but it's happening. It, I, I see it happening. I see it with us, like really picking out some superstars and grooming them. Right at the that at the like director senior director level grooming them if we're looking on the executive side to be VPs and and then if I look on the production side looking at assistant directors assistant producers right ads ap's and grooming them and giving it's about I think it's about someone recognizing you someone pulling you up and then giving you the tools teaching you right because the worst thing we want to do is put people in positions too early and when they fail it's like I told you so you right. know like, that hurts everybody. So I think we've got to we've got to teach people and give them resources and give them skills to get there. And then once they're there, we got to support them. And, and quite frankly, if we're not intentional about doing it, it won't happen. Um, so the, I think, and I think there are a lot of intentional people. It's not just us. It's allies. It's allies like Sunny. You know, it's 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 a lot of people who want to see this change. But we got we got to be intentional, and we and we need resources to be intentional, and we just got to keep at it. But I think it's almost like all of our duties to, to do this um, and to pay it forward. And, and again, I just think that I'm blessed that I get paid to do that mm. um, because yeah. a lot of us do it anyway, and it's not our job, um, but we need to, we need to, to make progress. Yeah, I agree. Oh, that's Sunny. I mean, we know you've been around the game for yeah. a long time. Is there anything that you're hoping for in yes, the next? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want to see Sunny? What's the dream? I want to wake up tomorrow morning. <laughs> okay. There you go. Amen. There you go. That's what I want. You know, I listened to, to Andy and uh, Gary, and I, I would like them. I graduated this little, little, little school in Pennsylvania. We had 53 um, students in my graduating class. I was third on the bottom of my class. <laughs> and these, these two, you listen to them, and, uh, and they're... <laughs> articulate and brilliant is probably when they left their mother's womb. So they, they were geared for this life. When Gary said, you know, the Wall Street thing, I remember in the early days, uh, that was almost unheard of in the AAU trail that I was into. But going back to me, what I had along the way was uh, 
support from someone I didn't know other than my parents uh, as I went every step of my way from going to getting into a college somehow to going, everything happened. I didn't know what would happen. The only job I ever applied for in my life was when I got a diploma from Youngstown State. I wanted to go back and be the head coach of my high school football team. It was really what my goal was at that time, or play the Pirates in a minor league baseball team. But I got a break. The, the, the Nike thing, uh, the All-Star game, they happened by happenstance. And, you know, starting the ABCD camp, going other. But as I get now at the end and, and telling you, you know, anything that's happened and the things that I w have been involved with basically come from the strength of other people. And I can say the young Brandon Jennings questioning the NC the worst organization in the history of mankind is the NCAA. They, they own you. Everyone's been a slave to them. No one wants to say that since a hundred years oh. ago because yeah. they, made, they made the rules. They called you an amateur forever. They didn't use other names. But so once I, Brandon did, Brandon led to Eddie O'Bannon. Eddie O'Bannon led to a court case. The court case led to the Supreme Court. They're going to lose. But they're only going to lose because the kids start fighting back. They started questioning, why can't I earn a living? Why can't I go to the pros yeah. if I'm good enough? You can do it when you're a tennis player or a golfer, mostly white sports, singular sports, when anywhere. But these kids, in ending with O'Bannon, changed the world because they won. They beat them in court. But I'll tell you what I like right now. 2000, what year we in, 23? That these kids that Gary and I watched grow up from the LeBrons to the Chris's to all the kids who went through all these programs years ago and really were some of those kids that were helped go to a camp or go to this or go to that when they were young. Because there weren't a lot of situations. I remember a camp called Garfinkel's Camp in New York City that they invited the, the good players they didn't have to pay. They waited on tables, just so we understand this. And 500 other kids, mothers and dad, paid $400 for them to go to play against these kids. But today you see what LeBron's done, what Chris Paul's done, what Jermaine O'Neal's done, what Kevin's done. I mean, it's unbelievable. What do you see now because of this movie? Everybody wants to be Michael Jordan's mother to Lourdes. Or the world. Now, that movie, that movie, it was a movie, not a documentary. But I know something. I knew the Jordans until this very moment. Okay, Mrs. Jordan. I was that close to Michael and nothing. That lady was the alpha person. Michael's done everything that he can in the world. But I don't know what happens if Mrs. Jordan's not his mother in 1984. I don't know. I was in there. Like I said, there are some things that, you know, you imagine whatever. I know one thing, Viola and and Matt did the great speeches for me and Mrs. Jordan. I know that. I know that we both said things similar to that leading up to that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying to you, parents are now involved. Parents are coming on. And I'll tell you one of the, the mothers that always, 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 and thousands, hundreds of others, hundreds of others. I say this because I watched them grow up. LeBron James's mother. I mean, hardest of all, that's only known because everybody knows the story of where LeBron they call generational wealth. Forget the wealth. It's the power of the individual. Athletes are now powerful. And if the athletes bond together with things through, as I said, Gary's trying to do and other people are trying to do, they can change this world. Too often, the athletes were subjected to not saying anything or afraid to be involved. 
or didn't want, as Michael said one day, Democrats and Republicans buy shoes. Michael said that. Now, that was 100 years ago in a different world, in a different world. But you know what? Athletes change the world now. Everything yeah. is filled. Kids are buying teams. Magic just got involved. I remember Magic from East Lansing. I'm, I'm saying it's changed. And you, young lady, and you two guys, and Jerry Charles, and all the ones that follow you, the ball's in your court. You got time. Me, I got memories. I got what he gives me, God, to go on. And I know we helped start a hell of a foundation. And I think these kids are going to help change up. I mean, the athletes. I think yeah. the athletes are, they're not dribbling the ball or punting the ball anymore, ladies and gentlemen. They're part of the business world. That's um, I'm done. This is a very historic night because we've never had such an audience and, and, and guests uh, of your guys' caliber. I think this is the first for us uh, being in our podcast. I think we're into our fourth year and we are just really humbled and honored to have this wisdom all in this space. And it's just so inspiring. And to hear all three of you collaborate and have a mission that comes all into one. It's just an amazing thing. And so I just have to have, uh, if I had a hat, tip my hat off to all of you <laughs> for your contributions Absolutely. and future contributions and what you've done, because it's been truly amazing to have you guys on our show tonight. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And so before we let you go, uh, yeah. since it is a still a charity event for the gala, are there tickets still available and where can people purchase tickets, Gary? Please go on Eventbrite. Uh, if you go to Eventbrite and do a search for the ABIS Champion of Legend uh, Gala, you'll be able to purchase tickets. You'll be able to come to every single thing you see here on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And let's just not forget, it is a fundraising. It's for the kids. It really is. So at the end of the day, that's what that's what we're doing. I, I just have to tell you, I'm inspired. I'll tell you why I'm inspired, because I remember when Sonny and I started. I remember Sonny giving me opportunity, and what it's leading to is watching you, Mel, and watching you, Mo, two women on a show like this, okay? That didn't happen back then. So I'm also inspired to be able to see this because I have three daughters, and I'm proud of, you know, what I'm seeing right now. Thank you. We're just into it just like you guys are. We have a passion for sports. I have a passion for advocacy. I have a passion for civil rights. I have a passion for everything that needs to be right with the world. And so all of what you guys have encompassed and what you're doing and your due diligence just – manifest that so it's it's really like i said it's just cast off from what you guys are doing we're just trying to like you said do our part as best as we can and just keep the word going and not let it the foot off the gas so yeah thank you thank so, you and so just i know we've kept you on way too long yes. but for one last question because i know sunny was if not still is a gambling man <laughs> so I'm going to give you three championships that are coming up, and you can pick one or all. I just want the winner. So for the NBA Finals, Nuggets or Heat, for the NHL Championship, the Golden Knights or the Panthers, or for the world, the Women's World Series, there's eight of them. I know Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I know my team, Washington. I know there's Utah and a few others, Georgia maybe too. But uh, let us know if you can pick one or pick all three. Go ahead. Well, I'm a gambler, so I'm, I'm going to stay away from hockey and the, the girls thing, okay? I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets. I know some of the kids in the family. And I think what Miami did 
was one of the greatest pure performances I've seen in a long time. To go kick the butt of all those teams in front of him, especially the Celtics at home to win it. I thought he did a great job, and so but I would pick them. The other two, you never go into a game not knowing what the hell you're doing. Well, I don't know anything about the other two. I'm not betting on those. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm gonna jump in on and softball okay. then. I'll okay. jump in on softball since that's my that's my sport. So yeah, indeed. Unfortunately, my team Northwestern lost in the last game oh. to Alabama. Heartbroken, heartbroken, heartbroken because that was my team. But I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. Oklahoma is so strong, and now that UCLA kind of choked. <laughs> Yeah. And um, yeah, in the first in the first regional, um, they were ranked one. So I gotta go with Oklahoma. I think that you're, you're going Washington, for the three peat. Yeah. The three peat, huh? Yeah. Washington is strong too. I think Washington is gonna be up there. I think it's. Okay. I, I'm gonna guess it's the championship's gonna be Washington. Well, I haven't seen the bracket. So if it works out that they're in the opposite brackets, it will be. I think Washington and Oklahoma. Okay. And then you're going for Oklahoma all the way. That's the favor, though, is Oklahoma. It is the favorite. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're so strong. Gary, what I you got? You know, I, I, I'm chuckling here because I'm thinking about Ndidi from 30-something years ago and I met that <laughs> little freckle-faced young lady. I'm like, oh, it's this freckle-faced young lady over here. And uh, here it is, 30-something years later, we're still here together. Vegas, baby. Vegas. <laughs> Don't pick those yes. names. I, I, yes. love it. I love it. I love we it. We need more championships in the city. You we know, do. the ladies brought it for the first one, and now we need a second. There yeah, we go. do. And then the Raiders will be on watch because they need to. And I'm a Raider <laughs> fan, so we need to have the Raider get some awareness and watch so we can be the third. But yes, thank you. And then I just got to throw out the Super Bowl this year on CBS in Las Vegas. Hey. Oh, hey. Yes. Hey. That yes, big time. Yes, yes. going to be major out here. Yes. Right. So, Mal and Mo, we should, we should, we should try to organize something. Absolutely, please. absolutely. We definitely will have to. We're all the yeah. family now. And, ladies, by the way, you're invited to the gala as our special Thank guest. You. And Didi, Thank you. told me before the show she would pay for your ticket. No, but don't worry, you'll come <laughs> on down. I got some tickets for you. Okay, so please reach out. Ah, thank, thank you so much. Thank we appreciate so much, that. Gary. I appreciate that. Really do. Yes. Well, that's it. We don't want it. We know we got plenty of time. You guys still need to get out here. There's traveling happening. I know flights are already delayed. I saw. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who was on the Twitter talking about their fight was delayed for the champ for the for the first game tomorrow. Uh, oh, don't tell me yeah. that. So be oh, careful. God's great while you're flying, and we certainly appreciate you joining us. And we'll see you this weekend at some point. Yes. Thank you. And thank right. you so much, everyone. Thank you. Thank Sunny, you. take care of yourself, okay? <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Oh, All right. wow. Girl Chat y'all. We was in the building with yes. some legendary acts. Thanks for everybody that was joining the chat. If you guys had any questions, we would love to have had you guys position those as well. Um, they were just awesome. Awesome gems being dropped. There wasn't anything too advisory because every statement was an advice statement. Everything yeah. was an inspiration. So all little nuggets, all nuggets, all little nuggets and gems. <laughs> so I was all for it, and just to be engrossed in that space, it's an honor. So yeah. thank you, Mel, for getting that set up. Thanks for our guests again. I mean, it just was an amazing. And you guys, look up ABIS if you can't attend the gala. Advancement in black. I'm sorry, in black yeah. sports. Sorry, I want yes, to cut you off. Advancement black in sports. Yeah, black in sports. <laughs> Um, but I think if you wanted to donate or do anything like that, you don't necessarily have to be here. Check out their website. That's something that they have links to donate. Anything you can do to uh, even 
have them come to the city that you're in, host some kind of AAU tour, anything. Like well, AAU and they do have course. events. They, if you follow them on Instagram, it's we are ABIS. They have events throughout oh, the perfect. throughout the year, and a lot of them, which I think is really valuable now, is because with and the NIL deals that we have right now. Right. And I mean, all these young kids getting money at an early yeah. age. Having that financial literacy, being able to know how to work, you know, entrepreneurship, how to put that money to good use, how to invest yep. it, how to do things with it at an early age is great. So they do that among other, they have a, I think they had a couple of things on there for women, uh, women in sports. And, I think I did see that. I saw that too on their IG. Yeah. Be so, sure to follow them and tap in for sure on that. Definitely. Yeah. Just, yeah. man, just. It's just have, alone, we could have had that conversation for hours. You know what first I mean? First of all, I mean you got Sonny Vaccaro, but then you've got Gary Charles, and then you've got Indeedy. Like Indeedy is a beast. I had no idea the level she was at with CBS Sports, and that's just something that's just. And previously, I've worked for ABC and ESPN. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, the background is just in just stellar. I, it's just yeah. crazy. So it crazy. Is. So thanks for those that have tapped in. Shout out to. Uh, to Steph, I see was in here, and she yeah. said, um, "Awesome to have them on the show tonight." Yes, oh. and Miss Bondi, Dr. Bransberry, who I'm also always yes, to, and I feel like she definitely has a place in the room. Look, at, I feel like Natasha yeah. and Indeedy could have been yes. like you know totally. between the sports, yes, the sports, the attorneys, like everything. I really do. Absolutely. Yeah, I see them being Absolutely. juggernauts. Absolutely, man. Um, so. We'll just cut to some hot topics, which of course is just the, the finals that are happening. We've got the Stanley right. Cup finals happening. We've got the NBA finals happening. We saw Miami be down or be up 3-0 and the Celtics come back to tie it up 3-3, which they pushed a game seven. Game seven was the highest game seven Eastern Conference finals in all of NBA history. I believe it. And it, it it was a little lackluster. I think if game six would have been game seven, it might have been a little better. But that game seven, uh, definitely the Miami Heat took it and will be facing the Denver Nuggets tomorrow at 530. Well, I already told and you he, the Heat should have been there. I mean, they're coming yeah. from the AC, but last season they should have been there. Could have taken yeah. out Boston last season, so... It's and they'll good. be the Not first either. team, if they do win the championship, they will be the first team out as an eighth seed to win the championship. And this would also be the first championship for the Denver Nuggets as a franchise. So Absolutely. It's just nice to see. It. Well, I mean, Miami's not a fresh face, but, you know, we've seen the same few the last few years. So Who are you pulling for on this? Who are you pulling? Who are you rolling Honestly, with? Honestly, I, I love Jimmy, but I also really wouldn't mind seeing Denver get a championship. Because the rest of their teams have screwed them. I mean, hello, we'll talk about the Broncos, the Avalanche. Like, let's give the city some hope. But I mean, Jokic and Murray, it depends on how these guys and their duo and their and their tag team duo ship is happening this week. Um, and then is Jimmy is playoff Jimmy gonna be there? Jimmy gonna be there. <laughs> but you've got two teams that are gunning for championships in the state of Florida, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. That yes. one or the other, they want to rally around. But even though the Nuggets took my Lakers out, I'm still rolling with the Nuggets. I'm I'm strictly on the West. I always stay West. I hear you. I'm gonna go with the. You know, Nuggets. I still have a love for Jimmy because he was in the Chicago for oh, a while, and so that's absolutely my. I like know. it, but I like Aaron uh, Gordon. I like well, the plus the, the coach there in Miami is just. I mean, he's unbelievable. I mean, you're going to the final seven times in the last. I what? mean, it's Pat Riley's muse. Okay, let's just not forget who's behind that. 
but you still running it for how many years? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, Spolster's that know. guy. I mean, it just is going to come down to out coaching and out playing. It's a veteran yeah. Scott squad. Um, Tyler Hero's back. Like, it's it's all running together. But I just want to see Denver kind of get their just desserts. I really oh, do. Oh, of like, course. I, I definitely – I'm rooting for Denver in this I one. I need Denver to have a beacon of hope because they Broncos that darn sure ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> and who knows what the Rockies are looking like in baseball right now. Um, who knows yeah. what Colorado U is going to be doing with Dion and Prime? You just don't know. So they need they trying to, to go back to the Big Twelve. That's what they trying to do. Yeah, they just they just need to do something. They got to get it together. So I feel oh like man, uh, then we got the uh, so one thing about uh, so I don't know if you I know you sent me the Hemi buckets made as trademark. So Jimmy buckets got yeah. a trademark for Hemi H I M M Y to trademark because he wants to do a beverage and clothing line. Right. Apparently the combination is due to Jimmy Buckets and the phrase he's him. So that's the Hemi came right. from, I guess. Yeah. I, I had no clue. I was under, you know. Um, the yeah, then we got the Stanley Cup finals. So again, yes. there was a m- wonderful viewing party at Circa Stadium Swim. Like my two favorite things come together, pools and sports and it's like the b- best intersection of all things so vegas gold knights unfortunately we're up three zero couldn't finish it out in the game four in dallas couldn't finish it out on g- game five here in las vegas had to go back to dallas for game six and won six to zero knocked it out the park thank knocked god it. too because i was talking mess man i didn't need these nights to be acting like this it was crazy no you wasn't stop that's how I was. You weren't hearing me. I was talking about okay. everything. Uh, so game one is going to be Saturday at T-Mobile Arena, 5 o'clock. Game two is going to be on uh, Monday here at 5 o'clock, and then it goes to Miami. Here's what's crazy. They've got NHL and NBA Finals will be in Miami at the same time. <laughs> Florida is going to be uh, busy, busy. Pick your place. poison. Pick your poison, yeah. what you want to see. Yeah. Big shout out though to Aiden Hill there on the right. I mean, third, I think he had 24 or 23 saves in game on Monday. The fellas are looking good. Uh, listen, but the Panthers have been the Cinderella team that have come mm-hmm. into the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. They swept the first, they swept the, they swept Hurricanes. They beat out the Big Brothers and the number one seeds in the first two rounds, and now they're here to face Las Vegas. So we can definitely not count them out no, whatsoever. Really Absolutely. Can't. No. Um, for those that want some pucks, I know you said that the VGK ladies, if you go up to their mm-hmm. Instagram or get into their link, they are selling the finals, um, Stanley Cup final puck with the Florida Panthers, as well as the championship conference puck. So if you are a puck collector, get out there, support the VGK ladies too. Yeah. Yeah. I like those uh, pucks. Those are pretty nice. They are nice. They really yeah, they are. are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So Vegas has some news. Um, we all know about Jimmy G having to have surgery on his foot. And, you know, of course, it comes down to now, again, we're back to Tom Brady. Um, his minority uh, minority ownership in the Raiders has not been approved yet, but no one sees anything happening as far as it being uh, not happening. The thing is that they are working to try and pass for him to uh, become a player and owner to where he could come back. And fill in for Jimmy because our season is done. (laughs) 
I mean, he, listen, I this is what you know the Raiders fans had wanted when the news broke that he could have came here, and now you, if a, if the if the rule passes, it's a poss- Not to say he, we know he said he's done retired, but this could be it. Who knows? It's an emergency, though. We're in an SOS situation. We really don't have a backup to to say to Jimmy, and with him having surgery, what does that look like for our season? We're probably going to need him. So and I'm getting a, surgery I'm, I'm on your foot—that's like. That seems he's like gone. Someone... he's gone. I, I'm really like, honestly, like, I, this is why he didn't pass physical the first time. They knew something was up and didn't want to say anything. Mm-mm. See, now we're knowing, but now we're in a desperate situation. <laughs> we're in a crisis mode. It's an SOS. Yeah. So yeah, Tom, come on back. Anybody, I feel like Mark Davis and... had like this, you know, um, Derek had Carr like is laughing at us, man. I swear, <laughs> Derek Carr is living it, eating a beignet, laughing at y'all. Yeah, with John Gruden because you know they added John Gruden to help as a consultant into the team. Really, for the car, for he's down there with him too. So they, both I did not him. know. Oh yeah. Oh man, he's not a part of the team officially, but he's actually working with Derek Carr as okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll look forward to seeing what happens. Um, a three-quarter majority vote would have to pass for that to happen. Um, so we'll see how it goes. It's still we in the you, works. We need you, Tom. It we ain't got happen. no choice. We need you. <laughs> we got to shout out our aces. The yes. ring ceremony went down on Saturday. The Talk girls are iced out. Let's just take a look at the rings up close. So these are from Jason of Beverly Hills. It was a female design process with the help of Mark Davis, of course. You've got 500 and was it 94, 541 um, diamonds. There's 11 flawless carrots in this thing. Of course, you've got the names and the, the number as well as the championship ring on the side. I mean, this couldn't, <laughs> this ring is not only the most expensive that ha- they've had in the WNBA, but it's, I believe it's the largest too. So it, it's just amazing. One thing I did want to highlight a little bit though was, you know, this was the day that um, Becky Hammond came back from her little two day suspension, right? And we know right. that suspension was handed down by um, Commissioner. And so here's a video of Becky getting her ring. And just watch for her, watch for the interaction when she leaves Mark and goes to the commissioner. So, okay. Quite entertaining. Did you, did you feel the temperature change? Because this was the look immediately after she walked past Kathy. She was like, boop. So, <laughs> always entertaining. We also um, had, <laughs> we also had the banner dropping. The banner unveil was, I think you're muted. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm starving. Yeah, it looks good. 
<laughs> I love it. Miss Bondi said, uh, she said, she said, Becky just typed it so she didn't get fined. <laughs> right. I believe that. That part. I believe that it. side eye was so fierce. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. was just like, it was like immediately once she left, like the, just to let go of, of the hug from Kathy, it was like, oh, well, you got to do it. You know, I'm, I'm showing up. Yeah. Know? Oh, I mean, I get it. I just, the you know, women and the petty, the I mean, petty I hug. feel, yeah, I feel like for Becky, like I understand, like my face doesn't hide emotion. So my face going to tell the story no matter what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that was good. Uh, the Aces are on a, they're four and zero right now in the start. All our champ, all our Commissioner Cup games they won. They seem to be really knocking it out the park. I believe our test is going to be we're going to be on the road for four games, right? Or three games, yeah. Four, four games. games. We're not back till like late June. We're not back till June eleventh. Mm-hmm. But they've got two back to back games in Connecticut versus the Sun, who are currently number one in the East. So I think that's going to be our challenge right now. Uh, that could be. I mean, I don't see. I don't see know. no challenges with us. We're so loaded and ready and locked in. It's loaded. And the bench is deep and the bench has been playing early on right. and we're getting rest. Right. Um, yeah. So that's all. I have to curse and bell too, because she's actually really coming up and she's been that girl. And now that she's getting more PT, yeah. I'm and she to see her out there. And, and she did a lot for Athletes Unlimited, to too. And so she's really, yeah, yeah, she's been doing it. She's been doing it. Yeah. And shout out to these two ladies covering Las Vegas Weekly. Okay. Apparently, you can't even find these right now. I heard that they're hard to get. They're hard to come by. So if you're out there, catch you a Las Vegas Weekly, pick up a few for uh, the ladies. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go by somebody's building to see if they're sitting there. There's usually stacks of them. Yeah, I haven't seen. Well, I haven't gone to look yet. I haven't been out the house yeah, today. So maybe I'll, I'll look tomorrow. And then shout out to our girl, Asia, of course, um, she announced today that she's working with Nike as part of their athlete think tank. So it's a collective of women athletes that are holding conversations to help change, uh, to help drive change. Of course, it's all Nike sponsored athletes, but all Nike, all women athletes of, uh, holding these conversations. So it's, it's dope to see her putting herself out there and adding more to the conversation too. Yeah. Yeah. So oh yeah very dope very dope i didn't we have to highlight this just because you sent it to me listen if if buckets don't get a raise like you said uh rocky is the mascot for the nuggets granted he does some incredible flips on that um trampoline but this guy's this person is making six hundred and twenty five thousand dollars a year he's the highest paid mascot yeah He's, ma- he's making more than the starting five for the aces. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky ain't got no problems. Rocky is Rocky's living life. Rocky might get a ring championship, too. Rocky might get a <laughs> right. ring. Right. He's, well, he's, he's going to get a ring, ring for sure. Win. Yeah. He's definitely going to get a raise. Oh, my gosh. Right. Steph said, dang, listen, girl. I- <laughs> yeah, Rocky's been the highest paid mascot. His salary just went up. He was at 500000 I believe, last season or something like that. But now six twenty five just surpasses pretty much the most of them. Oh, and I forgot yeah. to mention this during our Las Vegas, because, you know, we're talking about the A's as well and, and, and right. Oakland A's that could be moving here. Well, they were playing the Astros. The Astros were playing there in Oakland. And the Twitter trolled them so tough. And said that the Astros have 10 runs in front of 10 fans. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> it's a cold world out there. Very cold. But to heat things up, 
A little Gabe. Oh my gosh, Gabe, I love you. I was watching the Giants game the other day. I feel like we haven't had a Gabe moment in a moment in a while. So just a shout out to Gabe Kapler and uh Gabe is just doing all kinds of fantastic things out there in the world. <laughs> just making the world bright for all of us. We just gotta do hashtag gay. That's our hashtag gay break. That's it. It's a gay, I'm not a game break. A not a game break, but a gay break. <laughs> man, listen. Gorgeous Gabe. I'm gonna get a t-shirt with Gabe's picture on it for gorgeous oh, Gabe. Oh yes. Uh <laughs> Brianna Stewart returned to Seattle for her opener as a Liberty now and scored 25 points in the team, but did manage to uh, embrace most of her former colleagues and and teammates there in Seattle. So that was nice to see. Um, the NBA is getting good. I mean, Indiana Fever finally broke their 20-game losing streak that carried over from last season. Man. And the Liberty. Yeah, right? About time. But, you know, shout out to Alicia, uh, Aaliyah Boston, who's there, helping oh. that team move on as well. But also, oh, you know, we've got the Liberty who – lost their first game but have come back and won the last three so the liberty yeah. seem to be coming back together they've got their parts together they've had more practice time together so keep an eye on them as well yeah and before we go a uh, little girl pallor the world series for the ncaa women's softball is approaching and it starts tomorrow so the way that double elimination round works is that you see there on your screen the first four teams you've got alabama tennessee stanford oklahoma they play each other. The losers play each other, and, uh, and and for the second elimination, same for the bottom. So the two top four are sectioned off. The bottom four, of course, my team, the Huskies, going down on Thursday at six thirty. So I'm gonna have to do a little split screen. Shout mm -hmm. to Direct TV because I'm gonna have to have my my Huskies and the and the NBA game on. So yeah, and that's it. That's Incredible. all I got. I love it. That's all I got. I've been watching the softball too, and they've been they've been doing their thing. Some of these schools, listen, they're like getting so it in. Yeah. I just want to again, once again, thank you so much to the guests earlier today. If you're just catching yes. the end of this, make sure you hit the replay. Go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel. This will get posted shortly. Uh, Gary Charles, founder and CEO of ABIS, um, Sunny Vaquero, sports marketing, of course, a legend that we all oh, know, and an ABIS sport. member. Indeedy Masai, uh, CBS Sports VP of Workplace Culture and Diversity Initi Initiatives, as well as she is the 2023 recipient um, for the, the Sunny, Sunny Vaquero. Vaquero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sunny Vaquero Award uh, through yeah. ABIS. So it's three days events that start on Friday. They kick off. There'll be some professional development, like the welcome reception, the white party on Friday, Saturday, some more professional development, as well as the fundraising gala at 7 p.m., both all at Caesars, and then Sunday, the gospel jazz brunch. So check mm -hmm. them out on Eventbrite if you want to get there. And that's that for us. That's it for us. That was an amazing show. It was Thank good. you for all that tuned in. Please share. Tell your friends. Yeah. This is like one of the shows where you will always. This is like you know we've had a couple of them that we've had that are just but like this okay is this like is a great the show. culmination of our show like definitely having that that kind yeah. of uh, it was dope that was yes, dope light up so that's it y'all we love you we'll see you later of course we'll catch you next Wednesday and uh, happy happy it's, this is the end of May so we'll see y'all in June. Yeah, we're going into June. <laughs> Starting to get hot out there. All right. <laughs> All right. See y'all later. We're out.